This is Near Dark Radio. 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 What am I doing? <laughs> Welcome back to Near Dark Radio. Johnny's drunk. It's I'm, 10 a.m. It's 10 a.m., which is a little bit too early for me. He's drinking Kahlua. I'm chugging Kahlua. <laughs> uh, because that's what middle-aged gay men do. <laughs> um, lots of people have been asking me what my podcast is about when I tell them that I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the point? What are we doing here? And so I wanted to let everyone know that what we're doing here is telling, we're making sure that you, the listener, are informed about the important things, the things that really matter in the world. Um, our president, the leader of the free world, may legitimately be retarded at this point. <laughs> Um, there may be a humanitarian crisis at the southern border, but these things don't really matter, do they? No. Not re- no. no. Not necessarily. Um, what we're here to talk about are the things that really matter, and what should matter to you is the 63rd Annual Grammy Award show <laughs> that happened on Sunday. <laughs> Um, and so that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. My God, what a show. Wasn't it a show? A show of force. <laughs> Isn't it always? <laughs> a show of industrial force. Yeah. So uh, I haven't watched the Grammys in... Ever. Ever. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I, I, I really like, haven't. No, I really haven't either. I was like, oh, maybe, maybe like it's been 10 years and then I can't remember Mm-mm. any Grammy performance or winner. No. Or, yeah. I mean, no. It's, it's, a, it's, it's the music industry giving itself a big pat on the back. So why would we watch it? They're just giving, giving themselves a hand job. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a circle jerk. Yeah. Oh. Which reminds me, I have a sketch to shoot. Before this, before the oh, the CMAs are canceled this year. Well, good. <laughs> Never mind. Well, thank God, we don't have to do that now. Um, I mean, the ratings this year were down to historic lows. No, they're they're always and how and everyone's sitting at fucking home doing nothing because everything it, closes at eight p.m. Yeah, they so, they could very well have tuned in. Yeah, but nobody does. But no one wants to watch it. Also, uh, I never know who anybody is. Yeah. Like I'm yeah, like, I didn't know. Like, they're like, I knew who Beyonce was. Well, yeah, clearly, God. I knew who Taylor Swift was, the Antichrist. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, yeah, I was like, <sighs> yeah, it's it was it was a situation. So anyway, you forced me to watch it, so I did. But I only I watched highlights. I watched Good. highlights, Good. which then sent me down a rabbit hole to find if anything at the Grammys was ever good ever, ever. in the history of the Grammys. And the answer is not really. No, <laughs> I like I was like, OK, somebody had a fucking great performance at some point. So I looked up performances by Madonna and Whitney Houston, and I it still was like just just chintzy and horrible. Yeah, I was like, this isn't great. One thing I learned was that the Grammys are a nonprofit so that everyone that performs there is performing for free. Okay. Now is that that's just how cheap these people are. Yeah, maybe. And horrible. Yeah. They're not even paying you know Cardi B and Megan the Stallion to put on that very expensive scissor show. one another. Yeah. On stage, they yeah they did scissor briefly. It was it, very brief. It was brief, but it didn't and it happen. was a very it was an acrobatic scissoring. It was. I've always, I've always wondered how lesbians can have any fun in the bedroom, and in just under seven seconds, Cardi B and V Stallion showed you demonstrated just how much fun lesbians can actually have in the bedroom. Yeah, I like that we went from like the famous Madonna Britney Spears kiss. 
<gasps> that so was Grammys. I think it was the Grammys. Okay. Which I watched is, it. It was. It yesterday. Was. Oh, and also, whoever knew this, but Christina Aguilera was there too with them. And I think Christina Aguilera also kissed Madonna. But, but nobody, wasn't remembered for it. Yeah, I, they like didn't really film it. It's just kind of Britney and Madonna have this like passionate kiss. And then they immediately show Justin Timberlake's reaction because I think him and Britney <laughs> were fucking at the time. And then and he looks very like unamused. Was he wearing a his denim no, it, suit? No, it wasn't that year. Oh. No, it wasn't that year. No, because I think that was before this. I think the denim suit days were when he was like controlling Britney. And I think the Madonna kiss was kind of Britney's like, fuck you, I'm a free bitch. Okay, you know? okay, okay. Like, I, I'm going to make I'm gonna out make with out Madonna. I'm going to make out with hot women. Older. Women. Older. Yeah, like um, all lesbians. There's the, always the like Grammys, there's always an older lesbian. Like the in a, in a lesbian couple generally. Have you noticed that there's like a lot of times there's like a young one. It's a grooming situation like, is what no. you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um it's pederasty. Yeah, no that's fine. Yeah, anyway. You have to teach these young women how to grow up. Anyway, it went from the kiss like just like, you know, like to now women are fucking scissoring. <laughs> it was like, wow, all right. And there was really... a woman in a cage with money blowing on her. Like she was she, at a... Well, she was in a shoe. She was in a stripper shoe. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was a giant stripper's shoe. Yeah. And the bottom of it, like... It was like clear. The sole was a clear cage. And she was in there In dancing. which this woman was dancing with money blowing yeah. around. Actually, I thought that was... I really enjoyed that part. Uh, I, I was like, she's kind of dope. <laughs> it's like, like an her. automated strip club. Yeah. The Grammys have only been going on for 62 years. That which seems... is, that's not very long. It's been since like 1959. So, you know, the they've been running bulls over in Italy for centuries. <laughs> and people are fine with canceling that. Yeah. Because it's inhumane. Right. So we should be fine with canceling the Grammys. It is inhumane. Not because well. it's, yeah, it's inhumane <laughs> and gay. Yeah, it's just, well, it's, it's boring. It really is boring. Yeah, it, I mean, it was so boring that I started trying to find, I was like, surely there's something that happened at the Grammys during the 62 year period of the Grammys where like something wasn't boring and I didn't find anything. No. <laughs> well, that's, I think it's because it's not, you know, it's not like the VMAs or right. something like that where oh. the, where the, the, the American people that listen to music are voting on these things. Oh, is that, is that what happens their, with the VMAs? I, I think, the people vote? I think it's more of a vote thing. Okay. All right. The are Grammys sure? is just the music industry going, well, this is what we did that was great this year. Right. Well, so who the fuck is in charge of the Grammys? Like, who are these people and how do they choose who wins best album? And all? like, uh, who are they? <laughs> so if you are a record label yeah. of any sort of any size, you may never have produced an album, but you are a record label. I believe you can sign up to be part of the Academy and Academy of recording. I don't know what recorded it's called. Recorded music. Sure. That's the name of it officially. <laughs> uh, the, and so like, for example, a couple of years ago, one of my professors who has a record label nominated me for a Grammy. Right. So, so I am a Grammy nominated artist. Okay. No one voted for me. Right. But so, but I didn't anybody, even get into the second round, but anybody can be nominated for a Grammy. If you're under a label, Shh. if you are a label, you can if nominate you anyone label, can. who has released music in the past year. I see. I see. I see. Okay. So got yeah. It. And so like these, it's all just record so, labels and industry people. Okay. So that's how like, you know, a couple of years ago or a year ago or whatever, you, you know, a lot of people that, you know, if you live in Nashville, a lot of people, you know, yeah. get nominated for Grammys and you're like, wow, that seems interesting. Well, that's impressive. Yeah. Look at that. But no, it's not. Oh, I see. It's okay. Not. What? I guess it's more impressive if they win. 
Which it would also be. I, I have seen happen where I'm like, oh, look, people that nobody knows won a Grammy and it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, it, but it is somewhat like, oh, well, it's almost like, well, at least the underdog fucking took something home but then when you look at the whole category you're like i don't yeah it's like best latinx album produced by a person of color who is non-binary yeah it's they're pretty specific now the categories i have very specific yeah so oh okay well that yeah i mean levi was like he was like, dude, you, you should, let's just put out a jazz record and, and then we can nominate you for best jazz record. You would win that. Well, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? But now that you're saying it, I'm like, and because he was like, and then I looked at all the people that were nominated for best jazz record and nobody knows who any of them are. So like you have as much a chance as anyone, you fucking nobody is what he said to me. (laughs) And then I says to him, I says, oh, lightning. If the power goes out and we lose all of this, it was gold. <laughs> it was all gold. Yeah, that's what he always says. Um, so speaking of, wow. I hope y'all are hearing this thunder. It's shaking the windows. Um, speaking of the categories, we have to do a little, a little explanation. The cat's freaked. Yeah, the cat's left. Because... I didn't. I've. I, I've never even looked it's at. Still the, going. It's that's the tail. <laughs> um, I've never even looked at the categories, and I got sort of confused because there's a, an award for album of the year, and there's an award for record of the year. Right. So I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Because I thought a record and an album were the same thing. Yeah. Apparently, no. record of the year just means one song. One song, one recording. An album is an entire album. Okay. But then there's song of the year. Right. So which is, wait, record of the year means the recorded song. Okay. And so the award is going to the person who wrote it, the person who performed it, the person who engineered it, the person who mixed it, the person who produced okay. it. Okay. And then song of the song year Song of the year is the, the songwriter. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got so song of the year is more like, this is a great set of lyrics and music you've put together. Okay. The recording is shit. But your song is great. We can see through it. We, we can we see can, through we can, it. We know that behind the shitty recording, we enjoy the song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's essentially what they're saying. Um, album of the year this year went to... None other than... T-Swift. T-Swifty. I feel like it probably always does. It's the third time. Yeah, third time. She's broken a record. Yeah, okay. So, oh, T-Swift, you fucking, I mean, she. Bimbo. Well, yeah. And, yeah, there's not a whole lot to say about it, really. I mean, so I, I listened. I listened to the first few songs of the album because I was like, all right, all right, let me just, let me just get into it. Taylor Swift is still talking about her ex-boyfriends, which I think it's all she's ever talked about. So she's... This is only a test. Um, We'll be fine. Yeah, no, so did you you close your eyes and pretend you were listening to a Lana Del Rey record and then just forget that it was Taylor Swift? I thought that was interesting. Yeah, she definitely, the the song about her being a sweater Mm -hmm. was definitely like she tapped into that Lana Del Rey thing. She just ripped her metaphor right off. She ripped her sweater right off. Right. I was like, no, you don't get to do that. Yeah, no, but she did. Yeah, I mean, so Taylor Swift always puts out like a well-crafted record. She does. It's always like a well-crafted pop record because she has the the greatest producers, you know, the, it, it, her records are very, I'm assuming they're very expensive to make. <laughs> you yeah, know what clearly. I mean? So she's getting the best of the best. She's also getting the best of the best songwriters. Yeah. So like they're, they are very well-crafted pop songs. Um, lyrically, yeah, they're, if you're 12, it's cool. <laughs> it, it, it's just weird. It's like, I don't, I don't want to hear about any more of your 
past relationships no. anymore. And she's how old? 28, 30? Yeah, she's like 30. 80? It's like, come on, dude. She's she's old, old enough. enough. Yeah, old to enough. To have stopped complaining. She has a boyfriend. Right. Imagine if you were dating someone and all they did was talk about their ex. Yeah. Which has happened to me before. Right, yeah. Yeah, been there. Um, would you not want to kill yourself yeah. or them? Right. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's another thing. It's just like the deaf and blind, uh, Grammy put her honors. Mm-hmm. How do you say, um, there it's just, it all just seems very, it's just, there's no, there's a lack of awareness where it's like, okay, we have all of these black artists that are talking about like radical change. Yeah. Racial justice. Yeah. And then you've got Taylor Swift who wins album of the year for talking about her ex-boyfriends for the 45th time. Yeah. It just seems, it's very awkward. It's It's very awkward. Yeah. Part of the reason I haven't watched the Grammys in so many years is because it makes me feel it's, it's like watching tryouts for American Idol. Yeah. It like makes me feel, I'm like sweating. You're watching people's dignity being sucked out of their eyeballs. It's so awkward. It's very uncomfortable. And also if you put a bunch of musicians in a room together, musicians are kind of awkward anyway. Uh We're all a little weird creative types. This is why we do what we do. Yeah. Because we suck at communicating normally. Right. And then they're all sitting in a room and they're like, (laughs) like all kind of like looking at each other awkwardly. And they're also competing for these fucking awards that are, and no one's looking at post Malone because you will turn to stone. If you see him. Ah, I love him. He should have won album of the year. Really? Through and through. Absolutely. Mm, I fucking love. I don't think they're allowed to put him on stage. (laughs) Because he would turn the entire nation to stone, or at least 8.8 million people. <laughs> no, I, I watched. I watched all of Elizabeth his, Warren's voters. I watched his. Um, I watched his performance just because I really do love him. I've seen him live, and he is wonderful. And he is. I am sticking to this. He is a great, great songwriter. He is an excellent. He's pop a great songwriter. singer. I didn't realize he was a singer. Oh, he's an awesome. I thought he singer. was just you know a, a speaker. Well. Right. So yeah. the thing about Post Malone is that everyone thinks that he's a white rapper just mm-hmm. by because he, he looks like one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I I never gave Post Malone a chance. I was like, I'm not listening to that fucking trash. And then <laughs> Levi was like, I'm sorry. Are you telling me you've never listened to Post Malone because he has tattoos on his face? And I was like, Yes, obviously. That is what I'm saying. <laughs> and he was like, well, You're doing yourself a huge disservice. So- no, Post Malone is doing himself a huge disservice. <laughs> So we, I, I listened to Hollywood's Bleeding, um, which is the album that he was up for. Okay. Uh, that he was nominated for. And I immediately fell in love with Post Malone and I have seen him live. I listen to him daily. He makes daily. me feel good. I do. I listen to him all the time. All right. I absolutely love him. He should have won album in the year, album of the year. He was fucking robbed also he was up for he was nominated for nine grammys and he won zero mm. and i i just think that's total bullshit because i think he is truly an awesome artist and somebody that like came from fucking nothing and worked his way up obviously yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's written all over his face but so to speak he really is good he's yeah. a, he okay really all is right great. you know you yeah. heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Post Malone is not a white rapper. No, he's fucking awesome. You probably heard it long before here, but <laughs> we're behind. We're a little bit behind. We can be. Um, record of the year goes to um, a suicidal ideation in which America's youngest MK Ultra experiment, Billie Eilish, confesses that she's fucking her brother. Pretty sure that's what that song is. What? Did you listen to this song? Yeah, I listened to the song. I don't Did know. Did you watch the I, video? I I watched the live performance of it oh. where she's like standing on a car that's looks like it's In the video, her and her brother are driving around and she keeps saying, I wake up looking at you, and she keeps looking at her brother. So clearly they're sleeping in the same bed. Okay. And then she drives the car into the ocean okay. and it sinks. And they hold hands as they drown. Okay. Now, if that's not a suicidal ideation about 
how guilty she feels for incest, then I don't know what is. Wow. God, I wish you'd given me a heads up on this one. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, uh, I wish this weather would have given me a heads up. Yeah, they did. But I, <laughs> you did as well. I did. You yeah. did as well. Yesterday, I was like, "Hey, Johnny, there might be tornadoes tomorrow." And he and was I was like, like, "Fine, drive through it. Come on <laughs> it's out. Fine, come on, come on over." But actually, I think I feel safer here than I do at my own home. Mm. Um, but um, I should have brought Levi and the dog with me. So. <laughs> Anyway, okay, I didn't understand that at all about the Billie Eilish thing. Uh, I So Billie Eilish, like, reminds me of all of my cousins that live in Florida, right? Like, I feel like everybody has, you know what I'm saying? Like, she just looks like a piece of white trash. So, yeah. uh Acid burnout eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. She, like, she looks like we're going to go to her double-wide and my mom is going to fight with her mom all day. And then her and I are going to walk around the neighborhood and go smoke weed with like the neighborhood boys. Yeah. Which like yeah. in some way is very comforting to me. Um, oh, but, I see. Yeah. But so I, you have a Freudian affinity for Billie Eilish. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually, and I watched, she has a Freudian affinity for her brother. Yeah. Bring in this full circle. Clearly. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let up on this. She's fucking her brother, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I think it might all be for show, obviously, because I think many things are, but everyone says that his girlfriend looks exactly like Billie Eilish and she does. Have you ever seen pictures of her? God, no. Yeah. She looks like the identical twin of Billie. Folks, some send child services to Billie Eilish's house because she's being raped by her older brother. And she's 19 now, so it doesn't matter. Is she 19 now? Yeah. Okay. He's perfectly within his rights. Yeah, they're at this point. They're they're late to the game. Uh He's dating an a YouTube influencer that looks just like his sister. It looks just like his sister. So yeah, so there's this whole thing that came out where everybody was like, "Does anyone else think this is fucking weird?" And everybody was like, "Yeah." yeah like nobody you know nobody like countered that everyone was like yeah it's fucking creepy so now i think maybe they're like playing that up or maybe you're absolutely right and it's a lot more fucking literal than what yeah well i I saw like a couple of interviews with both of them where they 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 both said something about this sibling bond okay okay i have two sisters i've never heard Anyone describe their relationship to their siblings as a sibling bond? Yeah, I don't think you're I've either ever... Mormon or you're having sex <laughs> with yeah. them. Right. Um, one thing I do really like about Billy is that she never oversings, and I love her. Oh, for she that. undersings. Oh, and I love her for she that. Does those? I know, but it's it's like. Oh, it's so nice because... I want to tell you. They all do this fake British accent. Yeah, it is weird. Well, they, they, their enunciation of... Or They're like their, raising their, their soft pronunciation of words mm-hmm. is odd. It's very throaty. Yeah, like... It's weird. It is weird. But um, I think it's... It's nice because I'm so sick of people fucking yelling at me, you know, <laughs> which has just been happening for years and years. Singers are like, I'm going to fucking oversing so you can fucking listen I mean, and hear me. And it's like, I don't bitch. Nobody wants to listen to you fucking scream. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't screaming doesn't mean you're a good singer. It just doesn't. It means that you're a one trick fucking pony if that's all you can show me. And I'm tired of it. I don't want to be yelled at all the time. Like. I, I think there is... And you're not is, talking about metal singers. You're talking about no, I mean, <clears throat> Christina you know, Aguilera. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking overdoing it. And I'm sick of it. It's exhausting. Yeah. And and Billy, like, Billie Eilish can still reel you in and and make you listen to her while she's singing very subtly and very quiet and, like, kind of whispering almost. Whisper croaking. And, right. But, but I... But I I hear her. I, yeah, I want to listen to it. Yeah, her mic is very hot. 
Yeah, the mic, mic is must hot. be very hot. But but I like I want to listen. Like she pulls me in. She she grabs my attention without shouting at me. It's her hair. It's it her might shock be, of it green might be hair. Her hair. It might also be her hair. Which I have to say, you know, most people that dye their hair, it a color it that color looks a little faded and weird. Mm-hmm. Hers never does. It is neon green. It looks like straight out of the box. Like she did it yesterday. She must dye her hair every day. There, I probably anytime she is about to be in the public eye, someone goes in and and does a little fucking touch up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a woman thing. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yes. That I didn't know about. Um, yeah. I got my nails done for this, Johnny, and you don't even the GoPros and the aren't GoPros even are working. out of battery. God damn. It. I'm sorry. We can try to turn them on. No. Um, forget it. What I hated about her. Okay acceptance speech was that she got up there and said, you know, I don't deserve this. Megan, Megan, the stallion, you deserve this. I don't deserve this. You deserve this. Oh, that's awkward. And I was like, there are millions of unrecognized musicians in the middle of America that would kill to be on that stage. I'm not talking about myself. I would kill myself if they asked me to be on that stage. But they're all watching you not accept this award and pretend this weird humility. Right. But they all did that. I I watched that in all the speeches. They were all Taylor Swift did not. Taylor Swift just said, you know what? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. I like that. I like this award. I'm going to keep it. This is mine. Not giving it to anybody. This is mine. I deserve it. I fucking want it. The rest of you can lick my boot. Yep. Dope. Cowboy boot. <laughs> Yeehaw! Yeah. No, I, I just feel like they're rubbing it in our faces a little bit. Well, I just, I think, yeah, I did notice that everybody that got on stage was like, everyone is so amazing in this category. Mm-hmm. I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. But... Thank you so much. Yeah, and then they maybe a little worthy. They end it by saying, Thank you. I'm not actually giving it away. I will keep it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Right. But anyway. Yeah. Um, Song of the Year. I'd never heard of this artist called Her. Yeah. But it's abbreviated, it's an abbreviation for something else. Right. But I, so I know Nashville songwriters that write with her or for her. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I only started hearing her name, I guess, a couple of years ago. And I think my, I think some people that I know actually won a Grammy last year for one of her, for writing one of her songs, I think. Oh, so she's not new to this? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, she wrote this song called, well... She was in a writing room at the time when a song called I Can't Breathe was written. Yeah. Don't know how much of it she did, because I think there were several co-writers on this song. Yeah. Um, Or maybe she was on a Zoom call. She said she was on a Zoom call, and I think her and two other people wrote it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, It's called I Can't Breathe. Um, It's obvious. You you know what we're going to get with this. It's an allegory for George Floyd. And racial justice. It's not an allegory. It's it's straight up. Yeah. Not really any metaphors or anything. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucking heavy. I listen to it. It is, but it's 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 put over the top of this like sexy R and B track. Well, that's yeah. I so <clears throat> which kind of like gave I, me some I cognitive read, dissonance. I know. I read the title of the song, and then I listened to the song. And I was surprised by the way, by like, it's, it's a very kind of pop R and B song. And I was like, all right, okay. I was not expecting that at all. No, Um, I was sort of felt myself grinding my hips a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know, she said, I can't breathe. You're sucking the life out of me. And I was like, oh God. You're like, no, I feel very weird. No, I feel Um, very weird. Yeah. She, um, I mean, if you're going to give Taylor Swift album of the year, you better fucking balance it. They, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like, you, like the Grammys are like, y'all motherfuckers would have got, like, they would have been shut down because yeah. it's like, no, you cannot give that bitch album of the year and then just be like, 
Maybe we'll also give her song of the year over something <laughs> titled I Can't Breathe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, nah. Nah. So. They did balance. They, yeah. You know, Megan Thee Stallion won Best New <laughs> Artist. Yeah, she did. Um, not sure why, but she did. And. I do like her. Her and Cardi B. Um, I think she's a good time. You do? I do. Yeah. I just. I do. I'm into it. I I just yeah. I, I I don't like female sexuality. I don't. Well, Johnny, you don't have to like tell us all that. We we know. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody can tell. <laughs> um, but uh, see, I really like Megan the Stallion, and I also like Cardi B. What I what I feel about the two of them is, while watching the WAP performance, I. They're not like super performers. Correct. At all. No, so, no, they're so, pretty lackluster. Yeah. So even though they put like a lot of bells and whistles, they actually like their performance was pretty huge and yeah. there was a lot of production behind it. Um, like they, their right. walking is very awkward and heavy. Yeah. It's not fluid and yeah, there's not graceful. A lot of grace. There's not a lot of purpose to well, their movements. There's only one Beyonce. There's only one Beyonce. And and it, that became very apparent to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I mean, also, okay, if you're in a room, like the Grammys are already weird and awkward when mm -hmm. there's a room full of people. But at this particular uh, Grammy award show, there were like 20 fucking people in the room. Yeah. And one of them was Beyonce. I, you, I could not imagine no. Sitting in a room with that center of gravity. I wouldn't be, like, I would... The room was lopsided. Vomit and die. Yeah. And then you have to get up and shake your pussy around in front of in her? In front of Beyonce. Please. No one Those shakes their... Those bitches were probably sweating. They, 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 they were probably dripping. They Literally. Were, they were probably singing about... Wet, what was wet, really wet, happening wet. in their pants. Correct. <laughs> yeah. At that moment. Yeah. No, I mean, because so I kept thinking that I was like, think about how fucking nervous you'd be. First of all, you're on, you know, national television being watched by like five people. You're um, <laughs> you're in front of beyond just. Yeah. More than that. Beyonce's watching you. Yeah. And you. Uh, yeah, I, I just fall apart, and I kind of feel like they did. I sort of feel like <laughs> I sort of feel like they did. I I, I didn't did. feel. Yeah, I was really struck by how cheap everything looked. Like the costuming, like the the even the production. Yeah, like the giant stripper shoe. Yeah, which is a cheap symbol anyway. Yeah, but it just all looked cheap. It looked like like you could get it at Party City. Yeah. And I was like, well, and then I found out that the Grammys were a non-for-profit. And then you were like, oh, I get it. I was it. like, oh, they don't have any money. Right. So they put their own money into this and. Yeah. And, and it looks cheap and shitty. Yeah. I mean, I did, I did kind of like the Megan Thee Stallion. I, I liked her. I liked her set. I liked her like big band kind of thing. I thought that was kind of cool at the beginning. Did you see her performance see of, of Savage? It was kind of cool. I did not cool. see that. I like. it. I did listen to Savage before today. I love that song. I just, uh, I do not. I know. I, I know. do not get well, it. It's, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's like for you. No, it's <laughs> not. It's clearly not. Um, it's for women. Yeah. And I don't get them. Yeah. I do that, get them. In Yeah. More than most straight men. I feel like you get me. But I don't. Generally. I don't like, I, yeah, I get masculine women. <laughs> I'm a savage. I get bull dykes, <laughs> like the one sitting across the table from me. Hi. <laughs> um, there was a lot of diversity on stage. Uh, yes, yeah. Lots of, lots of brown and fading to white skin. The whole spectrum was represented. And some chunkies. And some chunkies, yeah, chunky. Lots yeah. of women. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shapes and sizes. I feel like it was fun. It reminded me of the the Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign, 
Cause like at the time I was like, you know, I'm all for a woman president. Mm-hmm. I'm not now, but at the time <laughs> I was, I was on board, but I was like, not this woman. Yeah. We, we could do better. Right. And I felt that way with everybody except for Beyonce. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm all for women in the arts and celebrating them, but not these women. <laughs> like not Taylor Swift, not yeah. Well, I th- Cardi like, B. I think can't we can't we let go a T Swift now? I, I think she's had a uh, she's had a long run. Cut the rope. Like the thing about Cardi B is Cardi B is super funny. She's Cardi B's kind of a comedian. She's a great interview. She's she's very funny in person. Like she she's great on like it, night shows. She's and, the one that interviewed Joe Biden or uh, Bernie Sanders, right? Oh yeah, I think she did. Yeah, yeah. Weird, super weird. But she is a funny, charismatic person that I actually really do enjoy. Um, if you don't follow her on Instagram, you absolutely should. She's fucking hilarious. She does like Instagram lives sometimes, where she just like looks at her phone and she's like, "Oh hey boo." Hey girl. Hi. Who is this? Uh-uh. Who are you on here? No, ma'am. Uh, like, and you're, and there's fucking 50,000 people watching her. So she's like looking through the list of people. And then, and then she'll say, um, oh no, where is, you know, where is Jenny? Why is Jenny not here? Girl. What the hell? Like I'm, she, like, I'm like, I'm like 50,000 people are watching you, but your one friend <laughs> didn't show up and you're like, what the fuck? And like, then she like starts texting like, bitch, where are you? I'm doing this live and you're not watching and me. And you're supposed to be here. Yeah. And it's, she's fucking hilarious. We I need do. to get her on Clubhouse. Is she on Clubhouse? I'm sure. I think everybody is, right? I'm sure she It's is. growing. It is growing. Yeah. I was on Clubhouse last night, actually. It was fun. Was it fun? It was fun. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. I talked to Molly McGuigan and my cousin, and we talked about the we sort of talked about the Grammys some in preparation for this. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So it's you, fun. You can just it. you just talk. It it's like this, except there's more people, and it's not recorded, so you can say whatever you want. But so it's like Zoom. It's like Zoom, except there's no video either. Oh, there's no video? No, no, no. It's just you and you can't do it on anything but your phone. So you're just holding your phone. It's like a it's like a party line back in the day. Okay. You know, where you could have like, like ten people talking at yeah. once. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay, that does sound kind of fun. But then there's you can there's also other people can join the room like people, and just listen. Okay. People you know or people you don't anyone, know or anyone. Anybody can just like find your chat and yep. then and pop in and sit in the audience. Okay. It's really unique. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it because, you know, I'm not famous. So there were like to four people. Are. There were four people in this room. And then somebody joined the room that I didn't realize was one of the friends of the four people. Mm-hmm. And you have to invite them on stage so that they can talk. Okay. And when they joined, like I had this sudden euphoric sense of pleasure because they couldn't talk and they were just sitting there listening. And I was like, you helpless, you you can't do anything. You're helpless. You're a sick, sick I have to let you in. You're a sick bitch. It was sick. And that's why we got way off topic. We did. I'm sorry. The Grammys, they were terrible. Um, Bruno Mars gave a performance, right? Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch it. That was from the Grammys. Oh, he did like a he did a tribute to um, Little Richard. Did he? Yeah, but I I didn't watch it. I just I saw the headline and I skipped over it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think so. He did this song with some friends. It was another artist that he collaborated with. Yeah, and with I sent the... you the video. Yes. Um, so Bruno Mars is a thirty-five-year-old man singing about how big his mansion is and how much he wants to fuck a bitch. So like Taylor Swift, Bruno, you're a little old for this. You should be, you should be thinking about what sort of future you're going to leave for your children or, 
you know, your own mortality or the meaning of life. Yeah, I mean, gotta say. Not your mansion. I love the song. I love it. You love it? I love the song. All right. I love it. I've been listening to it. It's it's a feel-good song. He literally told this girl. And how desperate is this, though? Okay. It's not even a song about him hooking up with a bitch. It's a song where he says, hey, girl, I want to fuck you so bad. I'm going to leave the front door of my mansion open in case, in case (laughs) you would like to stop by or a burglar (laughs) or a home invader. Yeah. Or all three in one. All three at once. <laughs> Which is that's kind of that should be hot. what the next song is. About. I I want to. I was thinking. I want to write a sequel to that song where he he leaves his door open, but he gets raped by a home <laughs> invader, and the sequel is a, is a slow burning ballad the next morning uh, where he sits down at his piano gingerly. Because right. he's just been raped. Clearly. And sings about how sad he is for having left his door open. Shouldn't have left the, shouldn't have left the door open. <laughs> um, that was it. Um, so, um, you know, earlier we were kind of talking about, like, you know, there's all these artists and it's like none of them, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion in particular, like when they're performing in front of someone like Beyonce, who is... I've seen Beyonce live. She's one of the greatest performers I've ever watched. She's a fucking, she's incredible. She's an incredible dancer. She is she's a queen bee. She really is. And she's absolutely amazing. And um, she, she like glows. Mm-hmm. She, she has a, she has a presence yeah. that I, that a very famous artist I think should have. Yeah. I don't know. And, she but, may be one of the only people in the world who actually has a real aura. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's very rare that there's actually like very extremely talented people in like a well-rounded way, you know, like mm-hmm. all, all the way. Around. I mean, also she's been, you know, trained since the time she was a kid to be this force, but she really is. But I will also say that I think that Bruno Mars is an amazing fucking performer. He's a great performer. I think he's awesome, and he's a he's an awesome singer. He's a great really singer. Is. So good. Um, Wish he would devote his performance and singing to loftier ideas, loftier subjects. Okay, but we still have to have fun. We sometimes. do. Sometimes we do. Yeah. But if you're gonna have fun, make fun of yourself, like. Well, I, I, but I sort of feel like they are because the music video is very like, they're doing this like seventies, like kind of bullshit. They're like a seventies band They're It's, it's a little bit like earth, wind and fire kind of, have you watched the yeah, video? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, I thought the video was kind of funny. So like, I feel like they're kind and he's like wearing like a weird, he, he's wearing like a mustache. Like he's sort That's of not like, his? He's I guess I, I guess I meant I guess I meant he's wearing a mustache in the sense that like he grew one. He grew it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> like yeah. So um, yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of feel like they're making fun of themselves. But but oh, what what I really want to. I guess talk that to. that uptown funk that is a great song. Yeah. It is a great song. That's all I had to say. That's Go it. ahead. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but I like these these kind of like rare, extremely talented. I mean, I guess I just said it. They're rare. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not every day that an amazing, incredible, like almost genius level artist is, Plops you know, onto a stage and starts yeah, exuding it, talent. Yeah. It doesn't happen all the time. So yeah, most, most singers are like Tom York where they just, they're just scared and nervous, and they look scared and nervous. And they drone on and, and on. And they all drone. And they, the, Tom York has at least embraced it and sort of leans into it. Mm-hmm. So, like, he'll, he'll contort himself even more and than then, his yeah, anxiety he does. He just, like, goes along with that wonky eye or Yeah, whatever. yeah. Oh, he's he really like, milks he that He plays it up. He plays it's, it up. It's really disturbing to see. Yeah, he's... But kind of cute. Yeah. It's, it's, he has one of, it's one of those defects... In a man, in a in a person's body, that I'm like, that's sort of cute. It's creepy, but it's cute. It's like a you know a hair lip. 
is something I've always thought is a c- tremendously adorable. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so back on topic, back on topic. Oh, one more thing that I just really felt I needed to get out. Uh-huh. Um, since I went down like the Grammy rabbit hole and I was like, God, was anything ever good ever at the Grammys? And the answer is yes. I found one performance by Lady Gaga performing Born This Way. And okay. I got chills. And she is one of those rare artists. She's, she's a great performer. She is one of those people. She's she's a great performer. She's a great singer. She's a great dancer. She, like, the whole she, performance she and the whole production. She leapt off of the top of the Super Bowl stadium. I don't re- remember that, but. that That happened. At the Super Bowl halftime show, like two years ago, three, Where she did... was on top of the the highest point on okay. the edge of the stadium and leapt off and was carried down by wires. Now that takes balls. So she's actually a man. Which they always thought. Which is true. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> I mean, also, that, that how do you go from I'm a great singer, songwriter, performer to also I will jump off of the stadium? Absolutely. Because she will do whatever it takes to create an amazing performance for the audience. And mm-hmm. I and I like to me that her dedication to her fans and her dedication to the art of being an artist is like. So beyond, I don't know, and I, I guess I feel... I you really, have a much I, more positive spin on this than I do. I think she's a sociopath that wants to rule the world, but... Oh, yeah, no, I, I like, I see what you're saying, but I think people are complicated, and I don't think that's her only thing. <laughs> people are complicated. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like yeah, there's she two sides. There's a, there's a there's a there's a there's a light and a dark. Right. So maybe 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 her only reason for doing these things is to just like prove that she is the best and the greatest of all time. Sure, that's yeah. a good way of encapsulating both the light and the dark. Right. Right. Because right. she is. Yeah. Really great. Yeah. So yeah, okay. She's just proving it to everyone. Right. Shoving it down our throats, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I don't think she won. Did she win any Grammys this year? I don't think so. But she no. Didn't I don't a, think she released anything last she year. Did. Did she did. She put out an entire album. She was up for album of the year for. It's called Chromatica. I think. Oh. I, I I didn't listen to it. I haven't listened to it. I oh, that's the Oreos. The Oreos. They made Oreos that celebrated Chromatica, and they're called Chromatica Oreos, and I think they're pink, neon pink, or maybe rainbow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the branding is out of control, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I know. And what's really crazy is that as soon as you said Oreos, I was like, I'm going to get some Oreos. (laughs) It works. Yeah, it did. It works. Especially Um, if they're pink. I was, for some reason, this thought came in, this this came into my head while Mm -hmm. I was watching this. I was just, I was watching, you know, I, I saw that the ratings were, you know, historically low. Yeah. And yet these celebrities were still up there doing their thing, thinking that we were all watching them. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about how out of touch they were. And I was like, these are the kinds of people that live in Malibu, Mm -hmm. where every five years, all their houses burn down and their Mm -hmm. roads get shut down by mudslides. Yeah. And that made a lot of sense to me. (laughs) Because they're they're insane. What's wrong with these people? Yeah, they live in a really weird. Yeah, I actually went and stayed with a good friend of mine who lived in Malibu in a trailer on a mountainside because her <laughs> family's home burned down. And um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's really. real. I'm yeah. not. I mean, no, this I can... is true. This is true. Yeah, and uh, I stayed with her for one week, and it was truly like living in another dimension like it was like living on another planet for a week because Malibu's the weirdest fucking place I've ever been um it doesn't feel real and the people there I remember we went to a Starbucks and a it's woman it's not real it's a woman fake. had a goat on a leash that's fake yeah like I was like that's a no, fake world 
this is not how we live. No. And Hannah was like, oh, that's, you know. That's just Malibu. Yeah. Like, she was my third no, grade Malibu teacher. No, Malibu is, let me give you a brief history. These are the wildfires of Malibu. 1956, 100 homes destroyed. 1958, 74 homes destroyed. 1970, 403 homes. 78, 230 homes. 1982, 15 homes. It so, must have been a wet year. I mean... 1993, 739 homes. <laughs> right, so like the risk of living there, I will say it is the loveliest place. Like it, it's absolutely is beautiful. It? Oh my God, yeah. I mean, that's why these people risk their fucking entire lives. lives. <laughs> to, to live on the side of a fucking mountain overlooking this absolutely beautiful beach. It's amazing. I mean, yeah, my friend Hannah, her trailer was just on the side of this mountain and you go out in her backyard and it's just like the most amazing view. It's absolutely gorgeous. And the homes around her are like... Are on fire. <laughs> they're burning to the ground. Sliding yeah. down the side of a mountain. No, they're like, they're... I, I don't know the price of these homes. I'm, I'm going to say... Tens to, to hundreds of millions of dollars. If, oh, really? I was yeah, going to say yeah. like 15 mil. Mel Gibson may, lives there. I know. She went to school with his kids. That's terrifying. I know. She Is she also, Jewish? Because she needs to get out of there. <laughs> He's plotting her genocide <laughs> next door to her. No, she's not Jewish. She's okay, safe. Good. But but yeah, she yeah, she has like all these crazy stories. She like hung out with Harrison Ford's daughter and Harrison Ford would like take them shopping. That's, she went shopping with Indiana Jones. That's hot. That's so hot. Indiana Jones is hot. Harrison Ford is hot. Oh my god, I know. Still. No, yeah. Love him. Mm. With his earring. No. What? Yeah, I think he has an earring now. No. Yeah, okay, that's not okay. Scratch that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't like I know it takes a certain like disregard for risk to become a celebrity. You know, you have to put yourself out there. You're risking your reputation, your friends, your dignity, your dignity to put yourself out there and, you know, do full nude right. in a movie and or not something only are like you that. doing that but now you're living in a home well, that is 100% gonna burn to exact, the ground no there's there's <laughs> the, like, the, the reward the return <laughs> on you know losing your dignity is is pretty good you're gonna be a millionaire right. but then you go the step further and say now that i'm a millionaire i'm going to risk my life <laughs> to live in this hundred thousand dollar mansion near a genocidal maniac yeah i mean that's why like this I I keep saying Drake is the smartest man in the world because mm. <laughs> <laughs> hot take yeah. um yeah because he lives in Canada and he's just like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like he's like he's like not only am I so fucking extremely wealthy but I'm staying in Canada you fucking dumb <laughs> motherfuckers and I'm gonna live in my amazing mansion in Canada and no one can fucking touch me and I'm in a very safe neighborhood yeah like, Canada is the safest place on the face of the earth yeah so I mean you know and he's not spending his money on his health care oh and he's Jewish and he's Jewish yeah and and so like that's why he doesn't live in Malibu yeah 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 because <laughs> Mel Gibson lives Mel Gibson. there. Maybe that's the main reason. I'm going to call him and ask. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that's what we think about the Grammys. I think we should be done. I think we should just stop. Yeah. There's the purge is happening outside. There's like ambulance, ambulances and uh, rains and thunders. And, and Antifa is gathering in this parking lot <laughs> near, nearby. We're about to join them. We're about to join them for a little, just a little, just a little romp. An afternoon romp through the town of Springfield, <laughs> Tennessee. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of the purge, we wanted to address this strange, strange incident. Although, you know, it's 2021. This isn't that strange. Nothing is strange. Um, this lovely lady named Rafaela Spone, hell of a name, mm -hmm. was arrested for allegedly creating deep fake videos of her daughter's cheerleading rivals. 
which I didn't know existed. <laughs> and made deep fake videos to, so that it looked like they were naked and doing drugs and vaping. So does that mean that she was like, does that mean she was naked and vaping as them? Because isn't a deep fake like you? You put you somebody's put face, someone's face on your face on another on somebody's on somebody's body. It doesn't have to be you. Oh, okay. Like she so probably she, googled online naked women vaping, which is probably a porn. <laughs> probably fetish. lots of videos of that, yeah, yeah. and then she put these girls' faces on the naked bodies. Oh, okay. Yeah, and as and, a sort of revenge. Or, I'm not sure. Right. Okay. And then got and then these she girls. sent them to she sent them to the cheerleading captain and their parents. I don't know. And then got all the girls what expelled or like I, what happened? I. You know, I didn't care enough. Did cheerleaders? Cheerleaders are in high school. <laughs> How does this work? <laughs> cheerleaders what? generally are in high school okay so were these children in high school i believe so they were high school cheerleaders yes we're gonna and say then, yes and then she they were enemies of her daughter so she thought and she wanted to get them taken off of the squad yes allegedly Okay. We have to keep saying that. Right. How old was this woman? This woman is like in her fifties. She's yeah. She looks to be. She's past her prime. We'll say that. <laughs> she's definitely past her prime. Um, yeah. This this is just so bizarre, and I think it. <laughs> this is the result of what our parents would call progress. Like the sexual revolution, the unchaining of women, letting them explore their sexuality at the ripe young age of 13 by putting on bloomers and bouncing around in front of the football team. <laughs> that should not happen because when that happens, you get what are called cheerleading rivals, which is shouldn't exist. Yeah, I mean, I... And you get... Crazy neurotic mothers turning girls into virtual whores and getting them kicked off the cheerleading squad. I mean, also, can we just say, like, we all know that cheerleaders are mean, right? Like, that's kind of, that's like, we all kind of grew that is a up trope, yes. watching movies and shows where, like, cheerleaders are the n meanest bitches, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, yeah, of course they're all horrible to each other, I'm sure. Uh, so you're saying they were asking for it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I sure sure quote me. Um, <laughs> I I you know but I went to a high school where the cheerleaders actually got made fun of pretty badly, and and every like the cheerleaders were like nerds, and and everybody was kind of horrible to them. I remember at, at a pep rally, we blew up condoms and and th and like bounced condoms onto them while they were doing their like <laughs> routine. Yeah. I don't even know. So yeah, I, I didn't go to teenage like a, girls generally are horrible to each teenage other. girls are fucking mean. And that's yeah. But which is why you should, they should be at home peeling potatoes with their poor neighbors for the roast that their mother is cooking. They should be learning how to sew. They should be learning how to, um, garden. Can you imagine me trying to sew or garden <laughs> for the love of God? Um, You're an exceptional young woman. Oh, stop. I'm rare. Say it. Well, <clears throat> I was going to say they um, should be learning how to play piano and sing for when guests come over. They for should when not... guests come over. They, so they should also perform <laughs> they, for, for that's, they're, that's, <laughs> they're good for one thing. And whether it's cheerleading or fucking singing for the neighbors, you get out there. Get out there, girls. Yeah. No, don't get out there. Do it inside your home under the supervision of your parents <laughs> but, until you're 18. But can, 
how about, all right, I guess let's get back on topic. This woman is an insane person. This woman is insane. This woman is insane. If These y'all would please look up. to her. She's a crazy person. She obviously has severe trauma from her high school days. Her cheerleading apparently. squad. Maybe she went to my high school and the condom throwing happened to her. Maybe it was like, maybe I didn't realize this, but maybe it was like a tradition at my high school. Maybe you did this. this. Been maybe going you caused from- this incident. <laughs> Yeah, no, it could be. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, that's why I asked how old she was, because I was like... Did I bounce a condom <laughs> off this woman's head when I was in high school? Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything's I, possible. It really is. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I guess this just proves our point that the internet is a fucking... Can be a fun a place full of information or... A complete nightmare um, for people that are mentally ill to just have a field day. (laughs) And put their daughters, friends' faces on naked bodies. Of porn stars. I mean, this is, it borders on child pornography, right? Sure. She's creating child pornography. Yeah, I guess. Is she in prison? Where is she? I don't, she's, she's, there's a mugshot. So she was arrested. Um, I guess she's probably out on bail because she's has enough money to put her daughter into a cheerleading camp. So she probably was able to post bail. She has a lawyer. Can you imagine going to cheerleading camp? Oh, wow. Well, I, this no, is, I, I can't, I, I have no idea what that would be. Probably cartwheels. Scissoring. A lot of scissoring. Lots of scissoring. Yeah. Lots I'm of, certain of, lots that. of wet bloomers. <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> hey. There's some whores in this house. <laughs> um, I mean, any song that starts off with those <clears throat> lyrics is destined for uh, greatness. To go down in history. Yeah. Greatness. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really have anything else to say about this. Yeah, any I feel, of this. I feel pretty good about all of it. I think I, I think. purged. Yeah, we keep bringing up the purge. And yeah, it's, um, this is terrifying. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, if if um, we're still around, we'll. Uh, if we still have electricity and running water, we'll still be doing this. Yeah, we'll talk about more things that matter. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, today. So I will be putting on a kilt and getting drunk tonight. Socially distanced, of course, at my home. That's Scottish. They both have them. The Irish. They're practically the same people. They just hate Ah. each other. They just hate (laughs) each other. They're Celts. Okay. They're all Celts. (laughs) Um, no, I'll be at a bar with a lot of people. Oh, good. Um, I'll be singing for the masses. You'll be singing. Will you be singing with a fake Irish accent? I knew a guy. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. It's pretty good. Thanks. Was that it? I feel like it started off wrong and then I got into it. <laughs> you know? That's always how it starts. Yeah. <laughs> Any accent. Um, I knew a guy who hopefully is listening right now, who um, I thought was attractive uh-huh. back in my time in Murfreesboro. And he... Talked a lot about Ireland. Ireland. He really liked it. And I started doing an open mic at a bar downtown. And he said, hey, I would love to come sing. And I said, great. I would love to have sex with you. So come on. Yeah. We'll get drunk and have sex afterwards. Sure. Not on stage. And he comes. This guy is an American. Okay. Red-blooded American. Gets up on stage Starts singing Irish songs, songs that he's written in an Irish style with an Irish accent that he didn't work on before he started using it. (laughs) So what did it sound like? It sounded like a like a. Well, it sounded like something that turned me off. I I (laughs) quit wanting to have sex with him right then and there. Uh, no, I had to stay because I was hosting the open mic. Oh no! But yeah, big I would, turn. I would have had. I would have passed it off to someone else. I would have been like, uh, yeah, I can't stay. <laughs> I really have to go. 
Uh, you, this Irish guy is going to be the host now. <laughs> here, let's get the next one up here. I always find that every time I try to do an Irish accent, it starts to sound Jamaican. I'm like, yeah, man. They, they right do. near the beach, boy. Like, That's, no, uh, nope. It's similar. That they is... both roll their R's. Yeah. Softly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to keep that was, doing that. That was Minnesota. That yeah. was like, that was Fargo. Okay. We're, see, we're going into the, we should stop. Yeah, we stop I think doing it's this. time. It's probably time um, to let it go now. If you'd like to hear us do more accents, you should subscribe to our Patreon, <laughs> where we'll teach you how to do a Jamaican accent and the difference between a Jamaican accent and an Irish accent. Oh, you're a Gemini, aren't you, darling? See, that was There's supposed the to be... There's the old Irish accent. That was supposed to be Miss Cleo. So I was supposed to be, like, <laughs> ha- I think, like, Haitian or something. Yeah, she's, yeah. I think she's actually she's from Brooklyn. She's Caribbean. Yeah. Oh, but she puts on. I think she puts on. Or she mm. did. R.I.P. Okay. Okay.